Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And, uh, well, it's always exciting to me to be with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and all that God is doing, and it's... Well, it's been a lot of fun over all the years. This is show number 935 today, and we do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, we don't talk politics, we don't talk doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that just seems to work out very, very well, and I'm just privileged to have in the studio with me today uh, Tom Grubbs. He is the uh, Recreation Director at First Baptist Church at the Christian Life Center. Uh, Brother Grubbs, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's just great to have you here and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the the whole concept of Christianity, sports, fellowship, and uh, just all that you do. So I'm anxious to hear all about it. So now how long have you been there in the position now? So um, I started at First Baptist um, back in March um, 2019, so I've been there almost six months okay. now. And we've had a little chance to chat a little here before we started the show, and so your background is pretty varied in, in this area of recreation, uh, working with these type of facilities. You've, you've done this quite a bit. Yes, sir. I've um, been doing this for about 16 years. Is that right? Wow. Uh, connecting you know, our church Family Life Centers to our community through recreation. I think that's a wonderful concept. And it's more than just say, well, we have this nice gym over here and, and the church folks come, we, we use it. Your your vision is much greater than that, isn't it? Yes, sir. I, I really want to connect our community to our churches. And I feel through um, basketball or, or football or soccer, um, you know, we're making those connections. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, just so people would know, the First Baptist Church is in downtown Tallahassee. I mean, that's a downtown church. Yes, sir, it is. And and one of the goals that we have there is just really connecting our to our businesses uh-huh. that are downtown, to our government, to our city government. And we really want to make a connection to the workers that come in to downtown and um, give them a place to have a little uh, outreach of, of themselves of doing recreation and releasing some of that stress through working. Wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, those those long hours that they're having. So you're talking in. about having the facility open. If somebody's on the job, they got an hour for lunch. Come by and yes, do some physical activity. Uh, wow, that's that's pretty welcoming there. Yes, I mean, sir. It is. Now here's a funny thing to me, and this always struck me as this, and maybe I'm the only person who ever this ever dawned on. But Tallahassee's downtown is not downtown, and that just kind of my my mind has a hard time wrapping around that. Because we're a city set on seven hills. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's one of the, I don't know whether that's the highest. No, it's not the highest. But it's one of the seven hills. And you go to other towns. Like uh, yesterday, my wife and I drove over to Thomasville, Georgia. Okay. And they have a real downtown downtown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not in Tallahassee. It's uptown. <laughs> <laughs> but so you are just right there. Uh, is, is it on College Street? It is on, on College, College Street. Which is just right off Monroe Street, which is the main drag through Tallahassee. Yes. Uh, the church has been there for years, very well established, uh, great reputation, founded a lot of churches in the area. That's the, that's what I know yes, First Baptist is about. Now, the facility that you are working with now, it was there when I came to town, and I came to town in 1979. All right. And so it's been used over the years. Yes. But now, I'm assuming along with the pastor and the church board, they said among themselves, hey, we need to utilize this facility different than we have been using it. Yes. Am I pretty close here? Yes, you're very much right on. Um, They want to definitely connect more into our schools. Right. And, and, you know, which is getting out into our community. We just... We don't want to be the church that just says we're going to be within ourselves. We want to be connecting mm-hmm. out to our schools and to our businesses and to the community that we live in. So what are some of your ideas? So I, as I paint a picture um, to a lot of our people about um, the vision of the, of the Christian Life Center in downtown Tallahassee, 
I really see it connecting with our businesses and our schools that are around our church. Um, you know, I think it's it's good that we can build fellowship um, with our businesses and with our schools, and then with that we have the open door, okay. um, which is where people can come in, work out, um, utilize the space that the church has, but also make it a ministry. My okay. heartbeat is to is to really make the family life or make the Christian life center. Uh, a ministry that will definitely reach our community okay. through the things that we and, do. And, and some, what are the, some of the ways that you've found already to do this? Because, I mean, you, you've been there a short time. Yes, sir. And so it takes time to get things work. And I know you mentioned you have a men's league that's, that's I think you said Monday night? We do. We play. We have a men's league that would be in the summertime, and we have a men's league that's also in the wintertime. Okay. And it usually goes about 10 weeks. Um, very competitive league. Um, but also, one of the things that we're driving home is building character and relationships and right, connecting right. with one another. Because a lot of the guys that are in our league are not First Baptist Church members. You know, they are really of the community uh -huh. that have come together to right. play in this league. So it really is a um, out, outreach tool that we are using. Okay, now, was the league there before you came? Oh yes, it was. So it's it's it's, it's formed. It's established. It is established. Because uh, I, I told Brother Tom before we started the show that I ran a basketball league for for ten years in Tallahassee. I started it from the scratch, and of course we this was church against church. Right, but. Putting something like that together is uh, it's time consuming. Yes, sir. Because you have to do all these things. But now, are the teams pretty much established? Same teams every year. They just recruit their new players or they keep the old players. So you're not redoing that every every year. So we do a draft system. Ah, okay. Um, so we we have eight coaches. We have eight teams, and our coaches will invite. Um, guys from the outside to come and play basketball for about two weeks prior to our season. Okay. Um, and then when those two weeks are up, the coaches will, will go into a draft room and they will draft the teams. Um, okay. I've never been a part of anything like that in a men's basketball <laughs> league. So it is very unique and it really, sitting through it this year, seeing the competition it is is really um, good competition, good guys playing basketball, and for surprising to me, the teams were very equal. Huh. Um, so, so you start all over again every year. Every year. So, so there's no oh well, uh, Tom and Joe and Mark they played on that team last year. Now, now we're going to add Sam and, and whoever. That's right. No, you start every. We uh, start fresh. Every team is dissolved at the end of the year. Correct. <laughs> It is dissolved. <laughs> I like that. Yes. I like that because that way you don't build uh, some type of a dynasty that, that nobody can beat them anymore. Correct. And then and, and, and also you're you're spreading the fellowship around because yes. somebody you had a relationship last year. Right. Be somebody different this year. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. So now how does that draft work? Does they just, you just throw all the names out there? They just start drawing them out of the hat? Or how is it? So our coaches will, uh, will get in a room and they just start going through and they um, kind of do a snake draft. So they'll... Um, they kind of just draw a name, and the first one goes, and the second one, and then third, and then kind of so on. And then they'll, once the eighth guy gets the pick, he'll also get the ninth pick. So he turns around, and then it kind of goes back in the other direction. Now, now is it open to anybody at first the draft? The players, yes. It is okay. an open league, and so anybody can play in the league. Um, is there a fee? Uh, there is a fee. There's a fee, and so so every individual has to pay a fee. Correct. And then, uh, but if it doesn't matter who you are, if you come out there and you've only got one one leg that's that's working, <laughs> you can still play. You can still play. <laughs> you sure can. And, yeah. and um, they do not, you know, say, "Hey, it's just a guys' league." Right. Um, several girls have played and that were in the league and that would dominate some of the guys. Oh, really? So, so it's, it's a been, mixed league. It is. It's, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's not just men, um, you know, but they, they try to keep it that way. Um, but it's it's definitely been open, okay. you know, f to anybody that comes and plays. Okay. Now, is there anything else that's organized like that that, that you're doing? 
We also run a volleyball league on Thursday nights um, that is more of a pickup, more than it is kind of league play, but they do run that two times a year as well. Now, let's talk about the the spiritual aspects, because I know that's very, very much a concern of yours. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you have people who come to these events, like the basketball, the volleyball, that are, that are not necessarily Christians. Yes, okay. very much so. How are you able to bring the gospel to them? So each time before each game, um, we do about a five-minute devotion um, okay. before we start to play. Um, and this year, we walked through Luke 2.52, where Jesus grew in wisdom and statue and favor with God and man, and then we kind of just broke that verse down each week. Okay. Um, first of it was just talking about mentally being mentally ready, um, and then how I love taking parts of the, of the verse of the Bible and relaying it to the guys of. I know they may be going through different situations at work or at home, and you know. And how do you mentally get ready to go to work every day? How do right, you mentally right, ready right. get ready to help your kids in school and continue to do those kind of things? And each week we kind of built that through that whole process. And we, you know, my whole thing was I want you to build relationships mm-hmm. with one another. They've been playing basketball or they've been playing volleyball. For years together and do they have good relationships with one another if something was to happen in their family could they reach out to one of the brothers and sisters that are playing in this sports league to say hey would you just pray for me you know and and through that we get the the bonding and the fellowship and and wow. we just make the connection so before a game or do you do this before every game or yes, just sir. one evening every game because every like on a monday night you're probably playing what four games four games four games so before every game every game you just sit everybody down and say okay we're going to take a little time here going to share a little word with you now do you do it every time I or do. This, I is do. that right so yes. you get the opportunity so look if you want to play basketball <laughs> This is the deal. That's right. Here's, <laughs> and I, here's and, the deal. And then they do it. Correct. Yeah. And they listen. And, you know, through that, they see they see that, hey, this guy has something that I may want mm-hmm. um, or there's something different about him. And then that strikes up a conversation sure. uh, maybe later on through through the season of, you know, hey, would you just pray for me? Yeah. Pray for yeah. my dad's going through some things that. You know, this health-wise, he's just not doing well, and it, those connections, which I love the most, are starting to form in the relationships. Right, right. And, so and, and the thing stuff. about it is, you're planting seed. Yes. The thing about it is that they, okay, they're there. They say, "Well, I don't." Yeah, I'm, I'm just interjecting because I don't really don't know. But there could be somebody who think, "Well, boy, I got to listen to this," <laughs> but they do listen. Yes. And, and the seed, it has that, uh, as the scripture talks about, you sow the seed, it's going to fall on some kind of ground here. Yes, sir. And uh, as you said, in the time of the need in their life, something that you may say may be that thing that's going to stick to them. That's right. <laughs> and to think yeah. about it now, like I said, Tom and I have just met just about an hour ago. But just the, his demeanor and personality, he, he comes across to me as being a little bit laid back, kind of like me. And a lot of times people receive that. Yeah. When, you, when you don't come across as being terribly, terribly overbearing right. and just sharing the love of Jesus, that yeah. just seems to work. It does. It <laughs> does. And, you know, I try to use a lot of life lessons uh-huh. and things that have just been in my life. Right, um, right. And there's been a couple times this season that I would invite friends that were in town to just come up and share, you know, a word of, of what we may be talking through. Um you know, part of that verse that I was talking about earlier was social. You know, we got to be, we got to interact with one another, and we've got to build those relationships. And so, for them to see a, a guy that you know may be a friend of mine for twenty years to stand beside me and and kind of go through and socially, we've interacted and we've right. done things together. Whether it's you know go to Dominican Republic to do a, a missions trip or you know to play a softball game or whatever that may be. Um, just seeing the interactions of us coming together and building relationships. Now, when you invite this friend to come, did you tell him, says, look, it's not just one time. you got to do this four times. <laughs> right. they got to do it four times for the night. <laughs> See, I learned that lesson. My son, 
Joshua, which we, we both know, was a history teacher at, at Rod. He invited me to come teach for him for a day. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, after six classes, I said, how do you do this every day? Yes, yes. So, so they, they have to stay right there with you and teach the same, the same yes, thing four they times. They do. <laughs> of course, uh, I remember the time when we've had two serves at our church, you perfected on the second time. So if yes. time they get to the fourth time, they're good at it. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's that's I really have good. A, I have a good friend that um, I play golf with a lot named Eddie, Eddie Gilly, and uh, he always says, hey, that second golfer is always better than that first golfer. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But that's, but that's good, though, that, you, yeah. that you're able to bring other people in from time to time. Yeah. It gives you a little break and also gives the um, athletes a, a different perspective yes. of hearing the gospel. Because if you're doing this with the basketball, then you're doing it again on a Thursday night with the volleyball, and I guess you probably have other things going on, too. We do, and you know, a lot of it's our, our children's sports. Um, so we're, we'll be starting our upper basketball um, come December. Okay. So um, we'll be implementing the same concepts. And that's that another league. Yes. And uh, do you do that? Do you do it the same way with the we league? We do. Do you? We do. So you do the drafting. And how old is the the, the children's league? Our our kids' league would go from K five all the way up to eighth grade, and K-5. so they'll be broken out in different K five K five kindergarten. That's, really? Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. Our little bitty kids. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's fun. And that's that's where we're just teaching the fundamentals of right, basketball. Right, right, right. Yeah. Know, just teaching them the game. So. I, I remember when, when I did the boys' league over at Gaither, Jake Gaither, I had some kids that had never played basketball before, and I had a coach coaching because he was just trying to help out. He didn't have a clue how to coach. <laughs> and I remember some of that stuff. I go, What? That's right. Yeah, and I remember one time I was down at a men's re- or, or college and career retreat that I'd put together down in Homestead. And uh, the young people who came were from countries everywhere. I mean, I think we had about 30 different countries there. And we got to, got up a kind of a impromptu baseball game. Gotcha. And actually, we were playing with a wiffle ball. That was so hilarious because they 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 run to third first and and uh, they just didn't have this total concept of the game, but it was so much fun. Yes. And and in fact, that game, I had I had done this event thinking that people said well, we don't want anything organized, we just want to just hang out. But then they, other people came and they changed their mind, and I didn't have a game prepared. Right. And I went for this little walk, went down this trail, and in the thicket, this is like Abraham and, and, uh, and the uh, sacrifice, there in the thicket was this little wiffle ball. And I saw that, I said, okay. And I went and found me a board, we made a bat, and I still have that wiffle ball, and I had everybody sign it. And I still have it in my office up there. Because the thing about it is that it was the game yes. that – I mean, we, we were there at this place, and people weren't really getting to know one another, but the game brought everybody together. It did. And that's what sports can do. That's what it can do. Yeah. It just because, brings all all people together um, for a common good. Right, right. And, and of course, you, you see that because you've had the experience you've done. Not everybody understands that. And Correct. sometimes they say, well, it's just a bunch of silliness, a game. But, but a game can bring people together in such a way that if you don't make the game the center of everything, you understand there's more to it than just a game. I mean, people say that all the time. Well, it's just a game. Well, it is. It's just a game. Right. And, but the, the interaction is not just a game. Because some of this can be life eternal. Oh, yeah. And the opportunity that you're talking about, you're taking the game as an opportunity to share and minister the gospel. And yes. I like that a lot. Yes. <laughs> and I, and see, that's, that's effort on your part. Because, I mean, you're doing this every time you're doing this. This, this, is, this is more work on you, but you see the value of it. Yes. See, <laughs> this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King, and I am just happy to be with you here on this Sunday morning. I've got Brother Tom Grubbs. He is the uh, Recreation Director at First Baptist Church at the Christian Life Center. Right? Christian Life Center. And his whole background is, is uh, sports and working together with these type of facilities. This is the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King, and I'm just happy <laughs> Sunday mornings to spend a time with you here on 97.9, your sports monster. 
I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in a storefront over there, and we love having visitors. Join us at 1105 for our good uh, music and worship. And uh, well, I'm a pastor that just loves the Word of God, and I love to preach it and proclaim it. And uh, bring the children, bring the family. We'd love to see you at Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, frcm.us. That's our website. And if you're like I am and you like Southern Gospel music, then you're going to want to join me on Saturday nights for a full hour of Southern Gospel music on 94.1 on your radio dial, 7 o'clock. And, uh, well, I have a good time, and other folks seem to enjoy it. People tell me they do. And also, Monday through Friday on 94.1, I do a daily broadcast. It's a five-minute teaching of the Word. It's called the Gospel on the Radio Broadcast. Open the Bible, let God speak, and uh, get to send that message all over the world and uh, get a lot of great responses from that. And I appreciate the Lord for giving me that opportunity. And also, let me mention my good friends Robin and Jim, AAA Constant Comfort. They've been helping me do this show since I started back in 2002. If you need a new unit, uh, get the old one repaired, they are the guys to call 893 9566, AAA Constant Comfort. Brother Tom Grubbs is here with me. He is the uh, uh, Recreation Director, First Baptist Church at the Christian Life Center, and has a whole background of this type of thing. But uh, let's just start from the beginning. Uh, you have been in the church all your life, I would imagine. Yes, sir. I grew up in Montgomery, Alabama, and started out in Capitol Heights, and pretty much from there just stayed in, in church and have been enjoyed being in church and doing recreation um, and just using it through as a ministry through sports. And you were an athlete yourself? Yes, sir. I played um, all through high school. And then after that, I kind of through an injury, really didn't get to play any in college, um, picked up the, the little sport called triathlons. Triathlon, um, okay. Yeah, ventured out into doing some triathlons where you swim, you bike, and then you run. And um, wow, moved, <laughs> moved all the way up to doing Ironman. Really? And um, so that would be probably my biggest accomplishment in the sports world. Now, did you do that? Uh, well, you said you did do it in college, or was that, was that during college? So I started um, probably after I got out of college. Out of college. Mm -hmm. Now, that's interesting, because generally when people get out of college, then they're getting into life, they're getting married, and, and uh, they're not thinking about sports. <laughs> so how did that happen, that you got involved in that? So I'm a big runner. I love okay. to run, and um, had some guys that were mentor guys that I, I pretty much met with when I was in high school and running cross-country and um, running track and they were kind of guys that just said hey um, you know you love running um, how about getting on a bicycle with us and ride a little bit and so we started doing some cross training um, for our cross country and um, through the bike riding um, they also invited me into the pool and so we started swimming <laughs> and then they were like you know triathlons uh, you may be pretty good at this and really? so I loved the endurance part uh -huh. of it really and so anything that was longer than a couple hours it really um, I enjoyed it and, and just didn't shy away from it huh. okay now when you do a triathlon of course you start off running right yes and then you hit well, the you start off with your swim first your swim oh, okay. is the you very swim first, first. okay yes. now had you been a swimmer before no no i just i have always loved to swim uh -huh. um, but really never um, grew up in a small town so we didn't have you know swimming teams or right. anything like that so. so you had to develop that part yes sir it was that hard yes sir <laughs> <laughs> so so the bike and you'd probably had done yes so that was it's hard because I, I i know this about a bike if you ride for just a little bit that's fine but after a while that seat begins to get <laughs> I, i'm assuming you got to develop some calluses back then. yes <laughs> I really enjoyed um, riding bicycles. I, huh. I, you know, I felt that it was a good workout from when I was training for football and doing some of the other sports that I was right, doing. Right. Um, soccer, this was extra workouts for me. And so riding a bicycle was really easy. 
um, and I was okay at it. So you so you start off with the pool, yes, or whatever body of water it is, yes. And then you go to what the bicycle? You or go the, to the bicycle. Go to the bicycle, and then you you finish it up on you foot. Finish it up on the road. Now, how? What are the lengths? How many, how many laps that you have to do? Or so there are different um, triathlons. So there's sprint triathlons, and then there's uh, what we call Olympic distance, and then you move into a half Ironman. And then you move into full Ironman. Okay. And full Ironman would be, you would start out in a swim of 1.2 miles. Uh, really? And you're swimming. And then you're 112 on the bike, and you would do a marathon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 112 miles? Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then you would finish it with a marathon run. And how long would that be? 26.2 and you're still alive when you're done yes, with sir. all this. Yes, sir. That's amazing. I mean, you you had to build yourself up. I mean, you were in good shape back in those days, weren't you? I was in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you felt like you could just take on the world, didn't you? Yes. Wow. I mean, there have been uh, short periods of time in my life where I did a little <laughs> running. And after you do it for a while, you do. Right. You start feeling like, man, I am the king of the world. Yes. Why you feel so good and you're breathing and... And everything is just great. Yes. Yeah. But now, were you in a pool all the time when you did the swimming, or did you? Most of the time through my training, I would be in a, a pool. Okay. Uh, they didn't take you out to some lake somewhere. No. Of course, here in Florida, you'd no. be dodging alligators. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> there have been a couple of triathlons that I would go to in the night before we would, you know, look at the course and we'd see the lakes and you would see your gators and you would think, okay, I'm swimming in that tomorrow morning. But um, was, it, was that ever a problem? Never a problem. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, Lots I'm assuming of nice volunteers that make sure that they're okay. Because generally, if I gone. understand it right, unless uh, there's a, like you said in certain seasons or something like that, gators Correct. they they pretty much they don't want to mess with you anymore yeah. than you want them messing with you. You're, you would be right. <laughs> I, I heard on the news the other day somebody just stepped on one. Thought it was a log. Just Ooh. recently, I heard it on the news, and that didn't go well. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, so, so you you. Wow, how many miles? How many miles did you run? So, one hundred and twelve on the one hundred and twelve miles. I don't know how you do that. I mean, your endurance Lots is of training. Yeah, I mean, now what type? Of, would it any time of year, or would you wait till the fall? Usually, um, moving up to an Ironman race, I w- it would be a year training yeah. worth. Of, and a lot of your it was two a day, so it would usually be a swim in the morning. Uh, bicycling in the afternoon or later in the afternoon, oh. and I would always mix them up. Okay, so it wasn't all continuous necessarily. Well, in the race, it is. Oh, it but is through the training. Okay. Oh, I see. Um, I got yes. you. The training and the race. Yeah. But I, w- I mean, would it be like in the spring, fall, winter? They most of these races um, take place around the spring, going into the summer. Wow, in Florida. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Now, how long has it been since you did one of these? So, the last Ironman that I participated in would have been 2014. So, it's been a few years. It's been a few years. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think you could do it now? Yes. You I mean, just yes. have to, a little bit of training. A yes. little bit. I, the running part is probably the one that probably gets me the most right. nowadays. The knees are still good yes. and all that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So, so you did that. And uh, but now, were you involved in in the ministry you're involved in as you were doing those things? I guess you yes, were, and yes. so it all just kind of kind of flows together with that. And through you know each, I think through the the training of the Ironman and and triathlons, I was building relationships with guys. There uh-huh. would be guys that play flag football in our leagues, or they would be guys that play in our basketball leagues, or there would be dads that bring their kids to, you know, the upward basketball games or the flag football games or the soccer games that we did. And we built those relationships even outside of where, you know, what we were doing right, with the right. kids' sports. We built those relationships and we moved outside of, of what we were doing with them to even continue relationships that we were building and and kind of just making relationships right and it was but, uh, good. You, you mentioned earlier about which as you work there at first baptist other sports like uh what did you mention flag football did i we hear do. that now where do you do that at 
So we are probably going to partner with North Florida Christian. So, so, so you haven't started that yet, but you're going right. to. Okay. Yes. And so that's be something that would happen more in the springtime. So you're going to open that up to young people. Yes, it'll go again from kindergarten through eighth grade. Okay. That's that's a, a something that um, I, I'm thinking it's we have it. I mean, I, I know uh, YMCA. I believe YMCA does does that. But but do it on a, on a Christian basis, and I'm, I'm assuming you'd use the same concept that you're using now, where you're going to get into the Word a little bit and share a little gospel, and then we'll play ball. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think that's that's great. Um, but now, so of course now North Florida has room to do that because they've got they've not only got the campus, they've got the recreation area down the road just a little bit there, and Correct. I'm assuming that's where you where you do yes. all this at. Yeah. But as you get into these things, then you you get into uh, the whole legalities of all of that and your insurance and, and all that. I mean, I'm assuming you are prepared for all of that. Yes, sir, we are. <laughs> and then you'd have to have coaches. Yes, sir. And uh, is that something that uh, that we could say here on the air? If you're interested, in contact Brother Tom? Yes, sir. You sure okay. could. Um, a lot of our coaches are just volunteers. They're, okay. they're um, mostly, you know, dads and moms uh, of the athletes that are playing in our leagues. Right. And um, we go through a coach's training with them to make sure that, you know, they understand the basics of what we're trying to do. Sure, um, sure. Through each sport that we're doing. And then we want to make sure that they can share the gospel. You know, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and and once I walk everybody through that process, they realize that, you know what, sharing my faith is really not that hard because mm-hmm. it's basically just talking right, to one right. another. Right, so. and then you got uh, you got their ear because they want to play ball. That's it, <laughs> and That's so it. you can use that as a very beneficial way. So, if, if I understand this correctly, I, we can I can say to my dads, or maybe even some moms out there, if you're looking for an opportunity to minister, call Brother Tom. He'll, he'll tell you more about it. We won't give you all the details here. But you're talking about in the spring. Yes, sir. So the the concept of looking for coaches now wouldn't be too early. No. Okay. Never too early. Is there a way to get in touch with you? Yes, sir. Um, so we have a website okay. um, at First Baptist Church, um, Tallahassee. So if you would just put in that website and then go to our recreational fitness page. Okay. Um, my contact information there is there. It's very simple. It's Tom at FBC. TLH.org. Okay. So just contact him and, and of course, let the conversation begin, really. Yes, sir. And then there may be an opportunity for you to minister. And I know that there are people who who, who are looking for ways to do this. Uh, maybe there could be somebody, maybe you're a college student in town. You're only going to be here for two or three years, but you look for an opportunity to, to do something like this on a Christian basis. This is, this is great. Because, uh, again, having done this, I know how much work it is. <laughs> yes, it is a lot of work. And if you're talking about doing not only you're already doing basketball, then you're going to add uh, football to that, maybe even baseball or softball in the summer. Ball we'll be doing yeah. later in the spring. Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to have to get you an assistant, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but to think about it. You have a heart for that. See? I do. I love it. I I love it. It's just it's my heart and my passion. Um, I really love connecting with families and people, and and just seeing the kids light up when mm-hmm. a, you know when the ball is in their hand, and sure. they're, and they're doing something that they really love. Right. But then you see the joy of being able to to give to them, to teach them the sport that they love. Right. And so when we're getting to teach it, and we're getting to throw in a little bit of a character in there. Um, you know, of, of talking about respect and talking about being, giving them encouragement and talking about self-control and talking about your integrity, talking about your character. These are things that kids can latch on to that we all need. Sure. And will teach sure. us life lessons. And just think as some of these young, uh, young ones will grow up and become athletes involved in programs, uh, maybe on the college level or the high school level. And they've been taught from the perspective that you're going to be teaching them. They're they're going to go share this in other areas. So, I mean, you, the ripple effect of that, I see it could be just absolutely tremendous. Yes. And so, again, putting the work and the time in to make these type of things happen, 
uh, I'm, I'm certainly a champion of it. I, but uh, again, I, I know how much is involved in it, and uh, it's going to take some doing. But but I have a feeling you're the man with the job for the job because you've had the background doing this, and you've proven that these type of things can happen. Yes. But uh, have you ever put together a program that extensive where you're not only doing just basketball? Have you done the, the, in other cities? Yes, sir. So before coming to Tallahassee, I was in Gainesville, Florida, and we were running about six travel basketball teams um, that started with our sixth grade all the way up to yeah. 11th and grade. And let me just tell the audience, he did not get infected while he was there. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's an Auburn fan. <laughs> yes, yes. I grew up in Montgomery, Alabama, so very much a War Eagle guy right. and um, definitely loving our stay here in Tallahassee and, and know that, you know, that we will be working yeah. with the Seminoles before too long and <laughs> And and it's good. It's, right. it's good relationships. But but you did all this down there in yes, Gainesville. Sir. And how did all that go? It went great. Um, you know, it, our travel basketball teams really seeing the kids develop their character. And and through, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, through sixth grade all the way up to eleventh grade, and just you know seeing what I would say boys that are starting in sixth grade to really developing into strong um, men wow. in eleventh grade. Wow. And again, they're gonna be able to, they're gonna be going other places. Yes. And even if they don't go into sports, just just out there in life and, right. and having developed good Christian values and having the word of God put in their heart that's a valuable thing, yeah. Yes. And again, a lot of times people don't realize how valuable that a good sports program can be when it's done right. Yes. And uh, especially done in a, in a, with a Christian basis and a Christian emphasis, and then to say, "Hey, we're not ashamed of who we are." Amen. <laughs> you know, we Amen. are we are Christian people. We we believe in Christian values, and uh, if you're going to be a part of this, you're going to be exposed to it. Yes, <laughs> and uh, and a lot of times, uh, people who maybe they're not necessarily Christians, and they may even be be strong in, in another faith, but yet they'll come because it's done well. Correct. And uh, I know uh, talking to the folks out at, at uh, Holy Comforter, this the school out there, and they have a lot of people in the school that are that are different religions and things, but Correct. they'll they'll bring them yeah. because the schools run well. And, uh, well, we know the word does not return voids. <laughs> so we'll, we'll let that take care of itself. This yeah. Yeah. Yes. But now uh, you mentioned to me that your dad was a coach. Yes. And uh, uh, he coached everything, I understand. He did. He coached, uh, coached it all and just loved being able to be an influence, you know, in, in, in athletes' lives. And I think, you know, that was one thing that he taught me over the years of, of just coaching is is not necessarily coaching the game but coaching life right I'm coaching I'm coaching you how to be a, a godly man right. through your character right and you know character is going to go a long ways um, in life and and you know us as employers we're looking for you know, people that have good character. Right, right. And so, and I heard uh, Mike uh, become Coach K. <laughs> I always have trouble with the last name. Coach K. Duke. Yeah. I heard him one time. Uh, he was speaking some words. He talked about. He said, "His real job is a builder of young men." Amen. He says, "I just get to do it through the guys of basketball." Yes. And and I hear that from coaches. All, everywhere I go that, I, that I'm around coaches I hear that they, they said there's so many young people they just they're, they're looking for that example in their life that mentor that yes. person is going to help them to establish themselves and who they are and their faith and, and all these things the roles that coaches play I, I interviewed Bobby Bowden on this show and uh, in that interview he said the same thing he said there's, there's so many of these young men that, that he has the, the opportunity to influence their lives they they look at him as being, right. being a father figure and so that's that's the role of a coach that's it. and and uh, so you're talking about uh, the programs you're putting together they're, they're dads yeah. they may have played the sport somewhere along the line they, they may not be the most knowledgeable at, at the sport but if they got good Christian character yes then they're gonna they're gonna do the job well correct see I I coached my son in baseball I never played baseball 
literally the gentleman who formed the team and he had formed lots of teams but he had six children and he'd formed a lot of baseball teams knew a lot about baseball but he was starting a new business and he said he pulled three of us dads together and he said uh, gentlemen he said i'm not gonna be able to coach this team i've organized it but i can't coach it i need one of you and those two guys stepped back <laughs> and i said to myself all right uh, here i go i know how to organize uh they actually knew more about baseball than i did yes and and they did they they were right there with me i i did the organizational part because that's my, my gifting and we had a great season and, awesome. and a lot of times that's what you'll find somebody who says well i don't know anything about that sport well you gotta need to know a little bit and i knew a little bit about baseball right i'd play a lot of softball but if you have skills and if you're strong in your faith i think brother tom wants to talk to you yes i do i and, do and you've got a little time you're willing to invest oh because yes. it is gonna it, it is gonna take some time yes sir yeah. it is and uh website again give it to them so it's um it'd be first baptist church tallahassee and um if they click on there and then pull up our recreation and fitness page They'll be able to get um, the information there. You can always contact me at tom at fbctlh.org. Okay. Now, uh, back to the um, facility there, the Christian Life Center. You have it open at times for people just to come and just uh, play basketball or, or whatever you might have. If you got the volleyball net set up, you're probably going to have come play volleyball yes sir. are there hours that's, that's just, just open yes sir we're open from six in the morning on monday um, and tuesday and then we close at eight at night and then on wednesday would probably be our only day that's kind of different um, we open at six in the morning and we close at five in the afternoon and then tuesday or thursday and and friday is um, six in the morning till eight at night so what's going on at six in the morning so we have our men's basketball. Um, so if you like, um, just pick up basketball. Oh, really? You are wanting to come out and shoot, and um, the guys would welcome you in a heartbeat. And they play from about 6 to about 7.30. We have showers, so most guys shower off at 7.45, and, and go off they go to work. Uh, and uh, is it so it's just pick up basketball? Just pick up basketball. <laughs> i tell you what. Yeah. I better I better stay away from that. <laughs> I mean I mean I played basketball. I was I never played for a college or school or anything like that, but I've played a lot of basketball, but uh I'm a little old in the tooth. I was got long in the tooth <laughs> to be doing that. Nowadays. It's just a good recreational, you know, get your workout sure. in, and and it's a good fellowship with the guys also, and um, they'll they'll get a good word of, of prayer in there, and they just lift each other up. It's a real time, good time of fellowship. But how many men come out for that? I'd say about usually 15 to 25 is that right wow and good competition and then it just depends on which days you know it's not every day that they they're usually that i would say friday is probably our bigger right right um now does it generally just okay we got two teams going or does it do they like you 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 play you win you you play or how's that work out we split the court in half and then they um they do they'll do substitutions and so kind of run through and they're playing half court yeah yes sir (laughs) remember one time I went up to the mountains of Kentucky with my brother. My brother was an engineer, and he was working in the coal mines. As a, anyway, went to this little community center, and it was a, a pickup basketball. Now, I don't know whether it's just because they're in the mountains, but everybody there was shorter than me, and I'm, I'm not that tall. But I was the big guy. It's the only time in my life I've ever been the big guy. <laughs> And and they put me on a team, and of course my team won. And then then they we won the next one. About the sixth game, I'm about ready because people were coming and going. Right. And my brother actually ended up playing on the same team as I did, as people were leaving. <laughs> and I was about wore out after all that was. <laughs> but but that's that's the thing about it is it you you, you guys come in and they they have a great time. They they have a chance to. Uh, meet one another have relationships with one another and maybe somebody finds out hey i i do this or that and and uh, yeah, i happen to need somebody to do that and correct it's just that's the whole thing about fellowship that's and, it and of course you you have a facility to do that now what was were they doing that before you came or yes sir so you're just continuing that on yes sir okay all right before we go here this morning Talk to me a little bit about First Baptist Church. I give this is your chance to to brag on the church. Yes, it's um, 
you know, us being here since March, um, we, like I said, we're really just starting to get connected with uh-huh. it. Um, our children's ministry is growing, and, and it's connecting our families, and um, I, we just, there's a lot of different things that are happening at First Baptist. Um, Pastor Gary is our, and I think he's been there, this is already gone over a year so um he's also oh, he's new he's, wow. he's new and so he's building a very strong young staff um at first baptist and it's really just a good place to connect and mm-hmm. and start building those those relationships now is the church uh i know a lot of the churches are going more contemporary modern service and then they're having more of a traditional is the church doing that funny that you would say that it's um you know most places you would think their contemporary services are really thriving i see it at first baptist as their traditional service is really thriving Uh um which was kind of something different um, right. for me, um, and so. But it is it's so it's so good to see our college students mixing with you know our senior adults, right, getting right, the information right. of you know just doing fellowship with one another, and so our college ministry is is latching on to that traditional service which I think is great because I love the choir I love hearing the old songs and and just singing from you know the the hymn books and I just love that that church has a a big organ they do yeah I thought I remember I've been in there a couple times I think I remember being a big organ in the church yeah that's a great service to be a part of yes it's like that and I'm I'm encouraged to hear the college students are coming to that now do do they have a college pastor they do um, and so um, they also have a, a youth pastor so those two positions are, are pretty strong right um, and connecting to our universities here in town well that's important and it, of course it's great to the church can afford to do that to be able to reach out to the campus yes um, because when I understand the the overall population of the campus is growing it and is. so and of course here in Tallahassee you have not only FSU you've got a big junior college uh, junior college yeah junior college yes. <laughs> DCC mm-hmm. plus you got FAMU over there mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of uh, need for, for ministry into those yes. campuses and, like that. So. and of course little churches like mine that's not something that's not, not an our budget <laughs> so to have the churches that have the ability to to reach out to the campus because i mean whatever you're doing as far as you're you're, you're bringing in the i mean the numbers out there are so large right i mean i mean there's there's plenty of opportunities yep. for ministry and outreach out there yes there and I'm, is. Glad, I'm glad to hear that first baptist is, is involved in that and then it's being effective and they're yes. coming to church amen yes. I'm, I'm all for that and uh, and of course, uh, the, as you have your role, you'll I'm sure you'll connect to that and say, "Hey, I got something for you to do over here." Yes, <laughs> very much so. I think you know connecting recreation ministry to our college ministry, to our youth ministry, and to our children's ministry is is very important right. to me and to, and to the ministry that God's um, put me in charge of with recreation. But I love to also see that not only. Are we doing that within within ourselves? But we're also reaching out to other churches to say, "Hey, how can we come beside you and help you in you know reaching our our campuses?" Well, give me some ideas with that. We've got just a few minutes left. How can another church get involved with you? So, one of the ways is is through the BCM, um, and so you know that's our Baptist um, college ministry, and we. We connect with them okay. um, because they're on the campus. They're they're doing the day in and day out ministries on, on the on the campuses um, of our colleges. And so, one of the things that I see us doing at First Baptist is is we're reaching out to that campus ministry and we're saying, "How can we come beside you?" Um, because they may not have a budget big, right, right. and and so how can we come beside you and maybe host? Uh, a lunch for your students. Maybe, wow. Maybe we could open up the gym 
um, so that we can bring you in and, and let you play volleyball or play basketball or even dodgeball or something that you know would be indoors that maybe they wouldn't have the facilities to do because they're on campus and so just getting those kind of ministries right partner together what about connecting with the local church the local churches reaching out to them that may say hey we don't have that budget right and but we would love to come along and that's where the volunteers come in place you know the i always tell people it's not necessarily about the money part of it as it is i need the people the volunteers right. the people that are willing right. to invest in the students and right. that and that's i think something that we're trying to Okay, so opportunities are there for if, if somebody wants to, to to be involved in something different and unique in ministry. Correct. And the thing about it is that from what I'm hearing from Brother Tommy, he's just said, hey, call me. Let's just chat and uh, let you know just see what happens there. Something right. may come out of just a just a, a conversation. Yes. <laughs> and, and let's communicate. Hey, communication <laughs> is a powerful thing when it's practiced. <laughs> communication is huge. Yeah, it really is because you, you don't know how it might go. Right. Uh, something that somebody may say, hey, you know, I'd really love to do this, and you say, well, okay, let's let's explore that a little bit more and and see what God may have going on here. So, lots of opportunities, ways to serve. Uh, a man here with a heart to reach the community and um, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through recreation. They have a, a beautiful facility that's that's there. I mean, uh, the gentleman who donated that thing, he donated it with a heart for this for the church or for the ministry. <laughs> and, uh, and I uh, think you know, with that was you know, Mr. Allen wanted to connect mm-hmm. to to the community. Right. You know, I I think when the vision was casted. Hey, we want to be making sure that we're out in the community connecting with it. Right. Not Amen. just, yeah. you know, to ourselves. Well, I tell you what, all of this uh, are blessings. They're yes, blessings. They are. And I, I'm Very so thankful so. that uh, you and I have been able to connect yes, to sir. have you here on the show to I've be able to share these, these things. And uh, so you out there listening, you've heard these things. Give that website one more time. So it's FBC. TLH.org. Okay. And that's how you can connect with Brother Tom. And he'd love to talk to you. Yes, sir. Just have a conversation. Uh, We always close the broadcast out with prayer. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, for First Baptist Church and the work that they're doing. Lord, I, I thank you for providing this facility to the kingdom of God. Lord, it would be used to the fullness of the capacity to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father God, I pray for Brother Tom, for his ministry, for his wife, for his family. And Lord God, I I just thank you, Lord, for your glorious work in the kingdom of God. We pray, God, over Tallahassee, our our city. We pray, God, for America. And Lord, we do pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem. And Lord, we look to you. We give you glory and praise. All of these things we do pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Say amen. Amen. Brother Tom, it's just been great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. It's just been good to connect with you and and, uh, have some good fellowship, and uh, we'll have you back sometime. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate it. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.